0: Welcome to Haven Today at Christmas time. So much these past weeks about living in darkness and underground tunnels. We've talked about the old and the young hostages kept in the dark and now slowly being released by Hamas in Gaza. But there were also those 41 Indian laborers trapped in darkness when a tunnel collapsed deep in the Himalayan mountains. 17 days starts and stops. Nobody really thought they could be saved, but they kept on trying, knowing time was running out. It was a rat hole mining attempt that finally brought the nearly three weeks to an end. Specialists flown in who were experts in a primitive method of digging narrow tunnels to extract coal. It's even outlawed in India because of its danger. And yet that's how those miners were finally freed and carried out alive. It was Johnny Cash who deliberately went into a deep, dark cave to die... But that's where he met Jesus. His darkness turned to light the rest of his life. I'm Charles Morris, and on this final day of November, we're in a series called Thy Kingdom Come. Every morning in our prayer time, my wife and I have started our annual read through Isaiah, the fifth gospel. To keep remembering Christ at Christmas, we first recognize our need for protection from what is typically called idols in English translations of Isaiah. The land is full of idols. People bow down to the work of their hands, to what their fingers have made. The Hebrew word for idols in Isaiah 2 could more literally be translated as ungods, no gods, or even nobody or nothing. The Lord Almighty has a day in store for all the proud and lofty, for all that is exalted, and they will be humbled and human pride be brought low. Lord, keep us humble as we celebrate the birth of the Messiah who came low to lead us into his kingdom. We talked about this yesterday from Isaiah, this special kingdom with a special king that was to come. As we work our way through Isaiah, we get to all these prophecies that tell us 700 years before Christ came, that he would come to set us free from our sins and deliver us from the no-gods of this world in which we live and too easily overtake our festivities. By the time you hear this, my wife and I have now reached that first glimpse, that first symbol of Christ, the branch of Yahweh. That branch is also pointed to in Jeremiah and Zechariah, the righteous branch, a shepherd king, one of so many pictures there pointing to Jesus. So join me, celebrate Christ this Christmas. Today we're turning to the story of Daniel, a man of visions who saved his people, but also a man who through divine visions, pointed us to the coming King of Kings, something that Tyler Van Haltren recalls in his two-volume effort this year on the coming King of all Kings.
1: The Old Testament volume is, is 400 pages, so it was quite uh, a journey through Scripture. But then when we get to the New Testament, I was thinking, how can I transition this really well? And then I looked at the Gospels and said, they've, they've done all the work for me. <laughs> Here <goes. laughs> <laughs> Here's Jesus Christ, the son of Adam, the son of David, David the seed from Abraham. And he ties the, the genealogy, just leads right into who the, who is Jesus? He's the promised king. He was the king who everyone has been longing for through all the, the long Old Testament, through their wilderness years, through their exile. This is the one they've been longing for. And so I bridged that gap by taking some, some little images from the Old Testament of
0: of this one who had
1: promised one who would crush the serpent, the promised child from Abraham, and pointing it right to Jesus.
0: That was Tyler Van Haltren, the author of the Kingdom of God storybook. He'll be back with us a little later in the program to read about Daniel as we hear more of this story with special significance with Christmas coming. And then after the program, I want to send you Tyler's special two-volume set for your minimum gift to the ministry more if you're able to help us reach our year-end goal. And when you get these two hardbacks, cloth-covered that come in a beautiful slipcover from Haven today, we'll include at no extra cost the digital audio storybook that you can download and listen to with the kids in your life. The Kingdom of God Bible Storybook. It's the perfect Christmas gift for the kids in your life this year. It's well-made, it'll last for years, but more, it's filled with God's truths, with eternal value. And if you just want the New Testament version of the Kingdom of God Bible Storybook, we have that for your gift as well. Our website to come and visit after the program is haventoday.org. Haventoday.org. Take a look at the vivid illustrations and then make your gift. Or call us after the program at eight hundred sixty-five 65 haven 800 Sixty-five Haven, and don't forget, and don't forget, we still have the Johnny Cash documentary about his conversion to Christ in that cave, that very dark cave, on DVD and digital download. This would make a great Christmas gift. And now let's open the program with a group called the Gray Havens.
2: Oh come, oh come, Emmanuel. And ransom captive Israel that mourns in lonely exile here until the Son of God appears. Rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel shall come to. O Israel, Oh come, thou day-spring, come and cheer our spirits by thine advent here, and drive away the shades of night, and pierce the clouds and break us life, rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel shall come to thee. Bid envy, strife, and cold.
0: a new album, Come Behold the Wondrous Mystery, the Gray Havens, opening this haven today with O Come, O Come, Emmanuel, on Haven Today in a program called Thy Kingdom Come. We're looking at a story out of the book of Daniel. What can we learn from this vision that Tyler Van Haltern will share more with us from the book of Daniel in the Hebrew Bible? Daniel was led into exile with a number of friends when Babylon conquered Israel, gutting the capital, carrying away people and valuable religious tokens that pointed to Almighty God. But while they were forcibly removed, God never left his people. Just read Daniel's account, God's presence. Yahweh was still at work, even as his people were taken away. You'll hear in a moment how the king of kings appears as a hand to the pagan king Belshazzar, pointing to the future fall of the kingdom of Babylon. If you're ever in London, like I plan to be next year with my wife, head over to the National Gallery and spend some time with Rembrandt. It's a special painting called Belshazzar's Feast. You can see it online, if never in person. His father, King Nebuchadnezzar, had looted the Holy Temple in Jerusalem. He had looted the golden cups that were used for special occasions honoring the true Lord God. Look at their faces in the painting, faces filled with fear as that hand appeared out of nowhere on the wall during a feast. The holy hand started writing and three words appeared, mene, mene, tekel, which biblical scholars have interpreted as meaning, God has numbered the days of your kingdom and brought it to an end. You have been weighed in the balances and found wanting your kingdom is given to the Medes and Persians. The inscription on the wall of that painting is an interesting element. Rembrandt lived in the Jewish quarter of Amsterdam, and he derived the form of Hebrew inscription from a book by his friend, a learned rabbi and a printer, Manasseh ben Israel. Yet he mistranscribed one of the characters and arranged them in columns rather than right to left, as Hebrew is written. This last detail is essential as it relates to the question of why Belshazzar and his advisors were unable to decipher the inscription. They sent for Daniel to help them with it. The painting will rock you. So listen now to the story as recounted by my friend Tyler Van Haltren in his Kingdom of God Bible storybook. The illustrations are not by Rembrandt, but you'll get the frightening picture of prophetic warning from Tyler's words.
1: Someone told Belshazzar about a Jewish man named Daniel, who could interpret dreams. Belshazzar summoned Daniel and said, Tell me what this writing means, and I will clothe you in purple and place a golden chain around your neck. Daniel said to Belshazzar, The Most High God made your father king and gave him greatness, so that all nations of the world feared him. But his heart became proud and lifted up, so God humbled him. Your father learned that God rules over all the kingdoms of this world. Even though you knew this, you became proud and lifted yourself up against the true God. You even took cups from his temple and used them to worship false gods. Daniel explained, This is what the writing means. Mene, mene, tekel, parson. God has numbered your days and will bring your kingdom to an end. You have been weighed and found wanting and your kingdom will be divided and given to the Medes and Persians. That very night, God's word came true, and Belshazzar died. A new king, Darius the Mede, received the kingdom of Babylon, just as God had promised. Once again, God showed these proud nations that he is the king over all kings. Daniel served faithfully under this new king. He continued to worship God, no matter what it cost him. God blessed Daniel in all things, and he was raised up to the highest position in the land. Some of the other leaders were jealous of Daniel and wanted to destroy him, so they made a terrible plan. They went to King Darius and said, If anyone prays to anyone beside you, O king, let that man be thrown into the den of lions. Darius agreed and signed the decree. Daniel kept praying to God, even when he knew it might bring death. He prayed three times each day as he looked towards Jerusalem, where he longed to return. He waited for the day when God's kingdom would come. The other leaders saw Daniel praying, and they told King Darius, Daniel is disobeying your decree. Darius tried to find a way to save Daniel, because Daniel had served him so faithfully. But those evil leaders told him, Our law says that no decree of the king can be changed. So Daniel was thrown into the den of lions. Darius called to him, May your God deliver you. King Darius lay awake all night, hoping that Daniel would live. He rose early the next morning and called into the lion's den, Daniel, has your God delivered you from the lions? Daniel answered, My God sent his angel and shut the lions' mouths. They have not harmed me. When King Darius saw this, he wrote a new decree to all the nations on the earth. It said, All people should stand in fear and awe of the God of Daniel, for he is the living and eternal God. His kingdom will never be destroyed, and his dominion will last forever.
0: Tyler Van Haltren sharing from his kingdom of God this story of Daniel. What a set of thoroughly biblical stories to share Christ with children and adults from all the Bible. Even in exile. God Almighty was still present, and the Lord Yahweh made himself known even to a pagan king. Babylon would eventually fall. God's kingdom would prevail. But look at this story from a few other perspectives. Think of God's people. In his visions, Daniel saw that God's people would endure great suffering. That was the case then, and it's certainly still the case today. Even though God's people through the centuries seem small and many times defeated, God would give them and will give in the future a great victory over the kingdoms of this world. But also think of God's place. God demonstrates that he has power over all the kingdoms of the world. He didn't just reign over Israel. He is the king over all nations. Even the great kingdom of Babylon was under God's control. And then there is also God's promise. God revealed to Daniel how he would fulfill his promises to his people. We see a clear vision of the Son of Man who would come to reign over the world. This makes it clear that this is the promised Savior who would fulfill all God's good covenant promises. Think about this with me. Son of Man, shown to Daniel. Jesus is the Son of Man who appears in Daniel's vision. We read about this in the final book of God's Word. John the Apostle telling us, I turned around to see the voice that was speaking to me. And when I turned, I saw seven golden lampstands. And among the lampstands was someone like a son of man, dressed in a robe, reaching down to his feet and with a golden sash around his chest. That's Revelation 1, 12 and 13. Because Jesus is both fully God and fully man, the God-man. He alone is worthy to approach the throne of the Ancient of Days and reign forever. That thought is picked up in Revelation 5, five. Then one of the elders said to me, John, do not weep. See, the Lion of the tribe of Judah, the Root of David, has triumphed. He is able to open the scroll and its seven seals. Leading to Christmas, as we celebrate the coming of christ to earth we must not forget when he returns on a day to come he will place every earthly ruler and every human authority under his feet for he must reign until he has put all his enemies under his feet first corinthians fifteen twenty-five. so how do we pray in a time with darkness and tunnels like under the himalayans where those 41 miners were rescued from darkness and in Gaza, where hostages are trickling out in a deal with Hamas that's leading them out of dark days with no hope. Let's do more than talk about it. Let's pray. Almighty God, thank you for reminding us that you are the King of all kings. And you have made that so clear by sending your Son, the Son of Man, to earth as King Jesus, to save us from our sins and the ungods the kingdom, the idols that rule most nations here on earth. We long for that day when your kingdom will come on earth as it is in heaven. We stand in awe of your divine plan. This Christmas, ingrain these truths in our hearts, and may we set our minds and hearts to share what you have given us with others so that they too may know Jesus Christ and find his saving grace. In the
3: little village of Bethlehem there lay a child one day, and the sky was bright with a hope. Gave to us that day From the main stars are brightly shining. It is the night of the dear Saviour's birth. Long
0: Steve Green with a medley of the birth of a king and a holy Night" on a haven today. I'm Charles Morris, and can you believe it? Christmas is now just 25 days away. I'm curious if you've started shopping yet for the loved ones in your life. I know I need to get started, but in some ways I already have. I'm going to give some of my young grandkids this year the Kingdom of God Bible storybooks. Oh, they'll still get toys and games, but my wife and I wanted them to have something that will point them to Jesus all year long. That's exactly what Tyler Van Haltran did with these storybooks. You might remember his name from The Little Pilgrim's Big Journey books we offered last year. Well, Tyler is back with his creative skills to kids as well as adults seeing the big picture of the Bible to help us fall in love with the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. From the Old into the New Testaments. The Kingdom of God storybooks are faithful to Scripture, they're Christ centered, and they're easy to understand. And each book includes brilliant illustrations as well as summary points and questions to start conversations. This two volume, well bound hardback set comes in a special slipcase for your minimum gift to Haven today. And this set will last for years, but of course, the truths contained eternal melinda in texas made a generous donation and said she was giving these bible sets to her grandchildren that they would come to know our lord and savior jesus but we pray they will melinda what about you would you like us to send the kingdom of god boxed set to someone in your life for christmas there's still time if you make your gift today just send us your loved one's addresses and a little note and we can get it to them directly please visit our website right now. Take a look at the samples we have and make your gift and place your order there at haventoday.org. That's haventoday.org. And remember, we are including the digital audio storybook version that you can download and listen to as well at no extra cost. You can also call us right now and our number is 800-65-HAVEN eight hundred sixty-five haven And if you just want to get the New Testament volume of the Kingdom of God Bible storybook, we have that for your gift as well. And one final note, we still have the Johnny Cash documentary, How He Met Jesus in a Dark Cave Outside Chattanooga, Tennessee. We have it on DVD. Plus, if you don't have a DVD player, we're sending you a link to a free digital download copy. Make a gift. Get one for yourself. Make another gift and send it to someone for Christmas. It's a helpful gospel tool pointing people to Christ. I'm Charles Morris. Thanks so much for joining me. Won't you come back again tomorrow when, on Friday, the first day of December, we'll again get together and share the great story that's all about Jesus at Christmas time here on Haven today. for your encouragement and your walk with Jesus. I'm Charles Morris with Haven Ministries, inviting you to anchor your day in God's word. You may be approaching the Christmas season in pain. You look around the world, you see wars, rumors of wars, trouble all around, things seeming hopeless. But remember friend, Christ has come. His coming has changed our world forever. As long as things are not okay, his plan is not over. Isaiah 9, 7 says, Of the greatness of his government and peace there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness. Jesus, the son of David, is reigning as king. His kingdom is one of justice and righteousness. Every wrong will be made right. Though things seem hopeless, there is good news. Christ has come, and he's coming again. Get daily encouragement with Anchor Devotional. Visit GetAnchor.com.